Hello everyone, welcome back to my podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about a movie called Marriage Story. Um, I had really high expectations because that expectation was built by Netflix. You know, I generally don't trust that, but like this time I kind of knew it was going to be something good and it was good and I liked it. Even someone as me, you know, who is not that successful at relationships and generally fuck it up. I actually related way more than I thought I would even though I am 20 and I never got married <laughs> or had like a serious relationship but whatever um <laughs> you know uh, our lives are built on relationships as human beings so you can relate one way or another and also um as I said I enjoyed it and I'm here to talk about it I just finished watching Marriage Story right now. It is 9.30 p.m. on a Tuesday. And I'm going to share this video tomorrow at 1 p.m. It is a Wednesday. So I actually was thinking, you know, what should I do? What should I do? And I I have my finals week this week. So I've been really busy and, you know, s- stressed as fuck. And <laughs> I decided to, you know, watch something and talk about it because the last two episodes I had, I have a really bad memory. I, I told you, like, I don't have a great one, but sometimes it gets even worse than that. <laughs> so in this movie, actually, um, you know, this story is about two people who were somehow in love that ended up in a divorce. And they you know, actually loved each other. In the beginning of the movie, actually movie starts with, you know, them saying what they love about each other. And, you know, they have this long list of what they love about each other. But they're in this therapy, I guess, like couples therapy, but just for divorced people or like people who are planning to divorce, I assume. I mean, I never went through that, so I am not like really good at it to explain it. But basically, they want to read this to each other. I mean, not day, but like they try to make them read the therapist. And, you know, she decides to not to read it because, you know, she doesn't want to say those things. They are really beautiful things. And, you know, that's the reason why they're together, whatever. So they end up not reading those things to each other so the reason why they're reading you know to make this thing smoother when they're divorced they're still gonna have a a type of relationship not a marriage but people who loved each other at at some time in their life and didn't work out because of other things or just they didn't fit enough after a while but they still have a reason to you know have a connection basically and they have a child so it's kind of important that they keep it, as I assume. And so, <laughs> as I assume, like I, I wouldn't know. Um, so, basically, I actually would... I want to add something to that. You know, whenever we have this really huge problem or um, like a really small problem that we don't talk about with people in our lives, even it's a friend, it's a family member, it is a let's say it's a teacher or whatever you know like we have some issues with each other of course it is different when you you know pay someone to do something you know like a teacher that is that is different but like if you have like a personal relationship with someone who teaches you things you know like you see 
like higher from you or whatever it doesn't matter if they're your family members you know sometimes you can have different relationship with different way different people and um you know like it's not always really like it's not always a friendship that you have with people you it's not your family you know it's sometimes a respect relationship and where i'm coming with this you know like before you get married with someone or even after you get married with someone you need to respect someone or when you're a friend with someone you need to respect someone in a specific way that you would want you to be respected you know um her problem with him actually was you know not a problem but like you know the reason why she could not keep going with this relationship was you know he was the not i don't want to say like the center of the world in the relationship but he was basically the one who generally had the say not because he didn't respect her but because she kind of let him and also he was kind of had a heavier personality in a sense that he knew what he wanted and said it you know way clearly than her she did and in that case you know it ended up being his life that she joined rather than it's being their both of their lives that's how she sees it at that point where she decides to you know uh, end this marriage so basically you know when we have struggles in our friendships or as i said any other relationship i mentioned or others um we always have this you know i don't want this why can't i say it and just i sometimes feel like we should just write it down <laughs> and just read it i know it is never easy that way sometimes some things are just better unspoken we say but i think it's the wrong thing to say and also sometimes whatever you say whatever you explain to that person it might stay as you know they think that and i will never change that and they hate me now type of thing even though if they explain what they want from you and you might be like oh it's my personality whatever in that sense you know the conversation might not be enough and where am i going with this like i've been just this is what i got from the story okay like even even if they fight and like they scream and the fighting scene by the way there's just one i mean obviously they have like their struggle and they discuss things and they get angry or whatever but there's like a specific fighting scene in the middle of the movie where they are like okay fuck this we need to solve this let's sit down and talk rather than you know because they decided to not have lawyers in the beginning you know they were going to solve this out together but he is so obsessed with what he wants she's obsessed with what she wants but also i kind of understood her motive because she she couldn't get what she wanted from the relationship as much as he did i'm not saying that you know she didn't get at all like obviously she did but you know he got more what he wanted in the relationship than she did as i can see that and you know when when he's alone and he's trying to solve this like you know who's going to get the kid type of parts like he is really miserable and you kind of feel sad like am i being on the wrong side you know like <laughs> because i was understanding her and also you know it depends on who you are when you're watching this you know like if you are a dad you might understand it but if you're a mom you understand better i'm non <laughs> and i understand it differently probably um but like in my head i think it should be equal but also he should 
sorry, she should have the opportunity that she couldn't have in the relationship because she could not move to LA. Okay, she's from LA, okay? He is from New York and they meet, they get married, they go to New York and they stay in New York. The basic thing she wants, she wants to move back to LA because her family is there and they spent a lot of time there during holidays and stuff because her family is great and he doesn't talk to his family basically. So her family is like his family too. So they spent a lot of time in LA and their kid loves LA. She goes there for a job before they get divorced, but like they know they're going to get divorced. So um, she's like, fuck this, I'm going, I'm going to take this job. This job is great. But like also... um. Okay, he's a director. I need to explain what they're doing so I'm gonna, you could understand better. So he's a director and when they meet, she was an actress, but she didn't have, like she didn't have a lot of jobs, but like she could be a better person, sorry, a better actress if she stayed in LA. But then she decides to, in TV, I mean, she's still a better actress than she was then because he is a director of a play and she was the main character in that play that she helped to build with him, you know. So she's the main character and she's great, but, you know, she cannot see herself as the main character in their own story, not like (laughs) play, but like in her life, because he's the director where she works. No one cares that she's the main, obviously people do, but she doesn't see it that way, that she's the main actress in the play and you know everyone is there for the director and stuff stuff that's how she sees the situation sorry she sees the situation so he doesn't see it that way he as she says like so self-absorbed that he cannot see it anymore that she doesn't she's not living the life she wanted to and you know there's also this thing I feel like in you know when people put their lives together they don't Like even, I'm telling you, it's not only about marriage. Even if you have like a specific friend group or, you know, like a family that you grew up in, whatever, but you just don't end up having everything you wanted. And sometimes you need to give up some things for those people just to be around them or is it a good thing? Debatable, but sometimes it is, sometimes not. And, you know, like you can leave some things behind that you want it. And you can, or maybe you just, you know, because of those people, you just see another door that you didn't know it was there and you just go through it. And you're like, oh my God, this is what I wanted. I never wanted the other thing because I didn't know what the fuck was about, you know. But um, I think at the end of the day, we all, you know, go through these things because of a relationship that we have with someone that we, you know, question what we really want or what are we doing? You know, sometimes you might change your life because one of your friends is interested in something and you never tried that before. And you're like, oh my God, this is what I meant to be. I love you for that, that you show this to me, you know? I don't know. I, I, I have some people that added so many different habits to my life that I wouldn't know that I wanted it because I never would able to try it. I guess, like, because I didn't even consider trying. And I'm just here talking about relationships, but. (laughs) Um, So I don't know if you can relate because I am sure some of you are with ADHD out there and maybe you have a loved one who has ADHD. I am sure of it. Or even though if they're not, like, they don't know that they have ADHD, I'm sure someone in your life has it because it is 
common, but it is hard for everyone, to be honest. And I hope you're respecting that because they are struggling. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if you can relate or understand this, but sometimes it is extremely hard to hold on to a relationship when you have ADHD. It is hard. It is extremely hard because you have an overthinking brain already. You know, you analyze everything to every detail sometimes or you never see any detail. So sometimes you end up, I am, I'm telling you, I'm not saying this for everyone with ADHD. I'm telling this for myself and I'm not a professional just putting it out there. I'm just someone who is experiencing this, not someone who you can, you know, say like, you know, I'm not diagnosing you here. <laughs> If you think you have ADHD, I am not diagnosing. This is nothing professional. Anyway, so I, you know, sometimes have really, really hard time maintaining relationships, which, you know, normally takes so much time to build already, you know, um, and when I look back, I don't have really long friendships. I do, but like not as long as someone without a relationship without an ADHD person tells me, oh my God, that was a really, not a, not a sentence. <laughs> not like someone who doesn't have ADHD tells me to. You know, they have sometimes, not everyone, healthy relationships, long-term relationships, or sometimes just like, you know, nurturing short relationships, but that are really, really strong. I have some of that. I have short relationships because you know I changed a lot in time and sometimes when you are thinking too much or thinking too much you know you change a lot in time you know sometimes I'm not the person I was in one week before I literally went from being super um unhealthy eating person with mostly eating meat to a vegan in two weeks i seriously stopped eating, sorry, buying anything. I just finished everything I had because not recommending throwing the stuff because it's bad for environment. Don't throw things. If you can, please compose your food. <laughs> just putting it out there. Um, please don't throw extra food. It is so bad for environment, okay? Um, <laughs> just, you know, these are my opinions and the facts. Just saying. Anyway, uh, as I said, like I been you know obviously you put a lot of thoughts on this you've been you you know there for a long time just need a little push or you just need a little thought process that is a bit different than you always had to actually do something that is like so big for your life maybe not for someone else's but for yours and it happens it just happens and sometimes you know not going vegan but It might even cause you having some problems with your friends. You know, some people might find you a bit pushy. But it didn't happen to me, thankfully. People around me are generally... Like, they're respectful people right now. But like I had really bad people in my life before. I had toxic relationships with a boy or another. Like, you know, it doesn't need to be romantic relationships all the time to be a toxic relationship, obviously. So you might have, like, really bad friendships that, you know, seems like... It is what, where you want to be, but sometimes it is not, unfortunately. And you change in time. 
you are not i i saw a quote on instagram i cannot really you know cite it here because i don't remember where it was but um it was saying that you know you cannot keep the same people in your life sometimes because you are not the same version as you were when you were with them so it was okay it was not quote unquote but it was similar to that <laughs> anyway um so basically i totally believe that and it was basically my thoughts put into words um i had so many people that i just could not have conversations or basically just a relationship with anymore because i was not the person who liked them in my life you know i was not that person anymore i did not want them in my life anymore even though i didn't hate them or sometimes even loved them you know i was like you you cannot be in my life this way anymore you might see yourself in this maybe you know staying as friends with someone you love as as a romantic relationship that you could not go on anymore but you wanted to keep them in your life because you loved them or it might be someone who was you you were friends with but you just keep them as just a person they are not your friend anymore or you just simply don't keep them and obviously people are not objects that you can just throw away but you know sometimes some relationships need to be out of your life so you can actually grow yourself or they're out because you've grown already so yeah there was no hard you know feelings here it's just the truth and marriage story was about it as well you know in the beginning at, and at the end you kind of see that they love each other but also you kind of see that they don't love each other probably the way they loved or they were always like that but there was always like some some relationships like sorry some feelings about each other that they never told each other or they could not tell each other or just simply didn't and at the end of the day it came back to the surface and you know they were like this is there it is not going away we cannot even talk about this Every time we discuss this we cannot understand each other anymore or we never did because simply we couldn't have the life that we both wanted. We both could not get enough from this relationship and some of us couldn't get enough at all. And some of us did more than the other but still got affected a lot by this relationship because it is not good for none of the sides. I want to add this also. I think this movie was produced very well. <laughs> I would not expect some of this stuff from this movie to happen in a sense that it was it was a really good camera work and it is it was written very well. Like the the story cashed itself so fast. You know like it was great. Like it was it was a slow movie maybe it's not an interesting um story for everyone. but it makes you watch it because it is simply very well put and i don't know i could relate to <laughs> obviously that's what i've been talking about but you know as i said sometimes i felt like i was i was you know like <laughs> when you're a kid you go to a friend's house like they always give this example when they see like couples fighting and stuff like you know you go to a friend's house and um they start having a fight with their parents or something and you just there watching like it is weird 
you know, like a like why am I in this situation right now? <laughs> type of thing. So you I kind of felt when they were fighting in that huge fight, they were trying to solve things. You know, they were as I said, like they decided not to have lawyers in the beginning. They decided to solve this together, but then she ended up having a lawyer and he ended up having a lawyer and then at the end they were like, you know, our child gonna be affected by this like a lot because the main point is the child, you know, who's gonna keep it. <laughs> like it's an object. But like, you know what I mean? They they don't see him as an object. They are trying to respect his ideas too, but like I felt like she did more than he did. I don't know why, but like, you know, I don't know. Everyone's relationship with their dads is different. But actually Laura Dern's character, what was her name? Anyway, in the movie, she actually explained it so well that how people have higher expectations from mothers in society than they expect from the fathers because, you know, even Virgin Mary, who gave birth to Jesus, you know, uh, she did everything by herself, you know. She was there for him from his birth to death and, you know, um, the father was absent, basically. <laughs> You know, she was so perfect that she was a virgin and also gave her birth to Jesus. You know, he didn't. <laughs> she basically put it in a way that he didn't even fuck her, basically. <laughs> I don't know. I found her really funny and relatable. I, you know, if you are a woman who is listening to this or a man, doesn't matter really. But I know as a woman, you will relate. And as a man, I hope you understand it. Because if you don't, you better understand it because yeah whatever so basically in that sense you know she always needs to put more effort but he's the one who's putting effort because he needs to show himself as not as not an absent father which is funny because you know it is funny (laughs) i don't know how to explain it because like you know he doesn't really need to put work because he never did that much work as much as she did but also, obviously, there's, like, some fathers that, you know, mothers are absent and stuff. But, like, we all know most of the time society expects women to be there more than men, you know. We all know that. Please don't fight me on this because it would not make any sense. I'm talking about facts here. Please. We're not talking about rare cases. I am generalizing, as we say. You know, generalizing is not a good thing sometimes. But just giving out facts. Okay, anyway, moving on. So, I honestly, I don't, I don't know what to say. I seriously enjoyed it. When I was watching it, I was like, wow. I thought I would be bored. Like, I would, I would be so bored to death that I would be not be able to, like, finish this movie or talk about it. But I actually did enjoy it. There was some extreme stuff. But, like, <laughs> extreme in a sense that I hated her mother. Like, <laughs> That was just there. I hated her mother so much that I don't even know why anyone would like her as a character. But I think her lawyer... Oh, yeah. Laura Dern's character called Nora, by the way. Um, Her lawyer was so good. I loved her. I cherished her. She's my favorite. Anyway. Laura Dern is always like this really, you know, really feminine but strong, like really awesome character in most of the tv shows or movies these days and i love that for her i love that for her i i love that for me as well because for example in big little lies oh my god you know you hate her in the beginning but then you love her because she's such a good like character she was written really good too 
I loved her. I hope you watched uh, Big Little Lies, by the way. It's a really good TV show. And it's just two series and it is manageable. Honestly, it is not long enough. <laughs> just saying. Just say every woman actress that you probably love is in that movie. <laughs> just saying. At least one. At least one. But probably more than one. Awesome. So, uh, honestly, first season was better. Way better, but it's fine. Okay, anyway, going back to Marriage Story. I honestly, as I said, loved it. I always recommend it. Perfect. But it could be better. Don't know why. <laughs> Don't know why, but it could be, I guess, could be a, a little bit more detailed. Maybe we could see things in their relationship as well because we only see their own thoughts and own views about the relationship we don't see the relationship really you know we did like a little bit but we'd not we didn't see we we saw into their relationship and honestly honestly i take it back because we technically see into their relationship because their relationship basically was like this from the beginning unfortunately but it was more like pushed feelings pushed inside like we're not talking about this unless it is important and then the important stuff were pushed aside like in most of the families <laughs> you know it is not going really well it's it it is just like that you know people don't want to talk about things that are important people want to talk about things important and they're like fuck that we're not talking about this until we fucking pop we're like fuck this i cannot handle this anymore type of thing until then we will wait silently like everything is perfect but we all know it is not <laughs> So yeah, that I could see that in their relationship. I could see that in every relationship I ever seen, actually. Every relationship that I was told to or I experienced myself. They were all had their own issues and we all have it. We are not perfect at all. We always say nobody's perfect, but no one is realizing it actually. It is like such a common used uh commonly used sentence, but no one actually believes in it. I'm like, I am perfect, you are not. <laughs> at the end of the day right but it is wrong we all are fucked up in our own ways and we need to realize this right now realize it right now okay moving on <laughs> honestly as i said i uh i believe that anyone could just relate <laughs> i, I ju i'm just gonna go back and count how many times i say relate <laughs> i really wonder and i will enjoy listening to that kidding i won't i never enjoy listening to my, myself honestly sometimes sometimes not like this i like listening to myself singing not like recording this <laughs> but i sometimes I'll enjoy my own opinions which is weird right but you need to enjoy your own opinions honey because if you don't enjoy your own opinions why you have them i don't really want to go more deep into what i think about the movie because i think it is gonna be way long and i'm gonna be repetitive because I can't even remember what I said <laughs> because I've been like thinking so many things at the same time. And at this point, I'm like, give me a break. <laughs> I don't even know like why it took so much of my energy, but, you know, I enjoyed it. Um, so basically, I believe that, you know, this movie is something that like we all need to kind of watch or at least look into our relationships more even though you don't watch the movie it doesn't matter you know just sit down and think about your 
relationships. But also, when you're doing this, be careful that you're not just seeing the bad stuff or just the good stuff. Because at the end of the day, some stuff are just like canceling each other out, but some don't because some of them are actually really bad that you cannot even cancel out or really good that you cannot ignore. But also, you can love someone and cannot afford to have them in your life anymore. So don't feel bad if you cannot have that person in your life anymore, that you cannot handle it anymore. Because it is not your fault, really. It is nobody's fault, or maybe someone's fault. But one way or another, it's going to end up that way anyway. So there's no pushing, you know, don't do that. So at the end of the movie, we actually see that he reads the paper that she writes wrote for him you know what she loves about charlie and that was that was really sad because at the end she was saying you know no matter what i will love him and i know that which is you know understandable as fuck (laughs) it is really understandable i i I can relate, you know, sometimes you don't have some people in your life anymore, but you remember how much you love them, why you love them, but, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore. And she said, it doesn't matter anymore, by the way, I'm quoting, but, you know, it does, it does though, because as we mentioned, um, you know, it adds something to you, it adds something to them. It is always, every relationship teaches you something, good or bad. We all know these things. But it works. It is really important to actually mention it again and again because we always forget. It also depends on where you're from. You know, what kind of culture you have. Um, You know, these are theories, but, you know, it depends on, like, if you're from a collectivist um, culture or, like, an individualist culture or a society, you might end up thinking about these in a different way. You know, most of the time in collectivist countries or cultures, people generally, you know, make themselves way belong, like way more belong to a society than they would do in individualist cultures. They they would say like, I'm a son of someone, I am, I am a mother, I am dad, I am this, you know. But for someone, could, of course they will add like, you know, who they are, what they do, what they manage in life, but they would be, you know, more into talking about where they belong, who they belong with. But in an individualist culture, it will be more like, I am, I am a student, I I am this, I am that, I am 20, blah, 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 you know, it, it would start like that most of the time, because people just see themselves more as individuals than part of it culture or a country or a society so in that sense you know sometimes you might see differences in relationships family relationships from all around the world that people would you know have different experiences and those experiences might affect their you know judgment judgment on things because your judgments can be shaped by you know, what you were taught, and 
sometimes you might stuck with a relationship sometimes you might not be stuck with the relationship that is maybe good for you and you know i don't know if you understood where i'm coming with this because it was complicated a bit but <laughs> i hope you did um and yeah i recommend it i hope you will you know sit down and think about the relationships that you spend so much time for um give so much energy to and you know cherish <laughs> i guess okay i guess that is it Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We're now on YouTube as well, Girl with ADHD Spoils. And if you want to reach me and send me a voice message, you can send this from this link, anchor.fm slash bellspoils slash message. Also, my only social media account is my Instagram at bellcowlow if you would like to reach me. Thank you so much. I hope you stay safe and have a good day.